No buyer wants to hear it, but if you're trying to buy a home in 2022, bidding wars are here. Why? Supply and demand. It's real simple. See, every year since 2005, we see about 6 million homes sold on average. Well, today, the beginning of 2022, we dip below less than only 950,000 total homes for sale. We usually just sell 6 million and now we're less than a million out there. And with mortgage rates still low, but rising a little bit, the race is on. So how do you win? What is up, my How to Buy a Homies? I can't believe it's my second emergency crazy episode here in 2022. I'm back and I'm better than I was just a few minutes ago because I'm ready to help you win in this battle. Now, you know, I hate using war analogies all the time, but gang, <laughs> this is war in 2022. It is not easy. I'm David Sidoni, your general and unicorn battalion leader, and this is an emergency news breaking alert. I already gave you guys the big warning this year about all the bidding wars that were going on and the low inventory and the long lines. And if you listen to the back catalogs of the podcast, you heard a lot of specific detail about bidding wars in general in episodes 39, 41, and 46. But now I have some more pressing information that is going to help you yourself and give you better odds to make it happen for you. Don't give up. It won't be easy. Go back and listen to the 2021 and 2022, not the, the episode numbers, but the episodes that came out in 21 and 22, the years. There's a lot of stuff in there to help you really understand your numbers and believe Ted Lasso style that this is a battle worth fighting for. So the way it's going is in 2022, you're chasing the market, as we like to say. Who's we? I don't know. Real estate nerds, I guess. Yeah, prices are going up, so you're chasing that, and interest rates are low, but they're rising a little bit, so you're chasing that, and rent, that's going up too. You've always been chasing that. You know, this isn't war, it's freaking NASCAR, and the white flag went up, and you're in the middle of the pack. You are chasing, it's like crazy Talladega night, or Herbie the Love Bug, which I actually watched the other night. Sad, sad life. Yeah, there are hijinks happening everywhere, and the race is on. There are lines at open houses all over the country with buyers writing offers right there on the front porch in the first hour that the home's on the market. And you're going to need all the help you can to win these bidding wars. Okay, so why is this happening and, and why subject yourself to this? Well, first of all, you subject yourself to it because you've listened to the past podcasts and you believe in the numbers. Now, as far as it happening and what you can do about it, first, let's have a Zen moment. Accept this. This is happening. Breathe in. <sighs> Breathe out. <sighs> Accept it. This is just where you are and when the universe put you in this position to think about buying a home. And there's very little you can do about it unless you've got a million homes that you want to put on the market tomorrow. And if you do, why the hell are you listening to this podcast? I'm sorry. Back to Zen. Breathe in the numbers. <sighs> Breathe in the data, <sighs> the facts, and the knowledge. Breathe in the joy of being informed. Now breathe out all the negative thoughts and regret and your uncle telling you this is the stupidest time ever to buy a home. So fact one with what's happening in 2022, this is insanity. That's the emergency urgent podcast today. I don't know how you want to quantify what insanity is, but if there was a formula, this just blew the formula because this is bananas out there. 
there are less homes for sale than ever. And that means you will be in a bidding war. And if you're not, you're either in a really weird area or that home is way overpriced. This is crucial for you to understand for several reasons. Number one, low inventory. It means you will have competition. People still need to buy homes. You're going to see bidding wars and it's absolutely critical that you do all your preparation before you get out there and see any homes or even think about writing an offer. That way your offer is going to be the prettiest, the shiniest, and the most likely to get chosen. Or sometimes it has to be all that just to even get looked at. Number two, it's absolutely critical and crucial that you hire for free gang, a badass professional advocate to represent you, to represent your offer, to represent your financing, to represent your ability to be a bitch and buyer who will close on this home. Yes, your realtor's presentation of your ability to close is just as important as the numbers on the piece of paper. It's a beauty pageant, gang. And I don't know what you think about pageants, love them or hate them, but there's a big difference between a girl walking on stage off the street by herself with no training and a girl who hired one of those professional pageant coaches, you know, somebody that would be played by like Zach Galifianakis or Kristen Wiig. Okay, number three, I feel like a broken record on this one. For you Gen Z and millennials, broken record reference refers to when your hipster friend's vinyl record has a scratch on it and it plays the same section over and over again. I've said it before, I'll say it again. If 50 people are writing an offer on a home, the price is going to bid up higher than the list price and then 49 people will not get the home. And then the neighbors are going to see how much Barry's dump of a home sold for with the big line of people outside. And they're going to put theirs on the market with a price bump. Ergo, prices are going to go up because the inventory is way, way down. The end, period. Amen. Shalom. That's all, folks. Here's what's happening. In December, the numbers dropped 11.1%. Just that, that little time period in a month dropped to only 923,000 units for sale nationally. Now that number went down 11.1%, but it was down 19.5% from December 2020. And get ready for this. That number of 923,000 units in December of uh, the, the last year coming into 2022, it's a ginormous 40.5% down from the pre-pandemic inventory numbers. I say again, 40.5% reduction in the options out there for you to try and buy. It is simple supply and demand. And if you don't know what supply and demand is, Google it and then go back to your high school and punch your principal in the face for not teaching you it or having you know, a curriculum to teach you it. Your principal doesn't teach you. All right. So now more than ever, you need professional help. And for many of you, I don't know, maybe that's not the first time you've heard someone say that you need professional help. Don't worry about it. I ain't all up in your business. In this case, I'm referring to the professional help of an experienced realtor advocate. Now more than ever, you have to be careful in your choice of representative. I've said this at nauseum if you've listened to my catalog of episodes that you, you the buyer, are in control of who you select to be your advocate. And you must, you simply must have a sick, badass, professional, knowledgeable, and experienced pro if you even want a shot of securing a home in 2022. The competition is savage and, and not in a good way. I mean, savage like someone ripped your arms off and left you for dead. So why am I repeating this information to you again? Because of the inventory numbers, because this is a current 2022 emergency market update. 
you need to be even more careful than ever in choosing your buyer realtor representative because they're going to know the tricks to get your offer possibly just even looked at. So the inventory thing is scary to me, but I'm all uptight and uh, got my butt cheeks all clenched up because I have some frightening news that I heard today. There's a really, really strange thing happening in this post-pandemic world. There's a great resignation era going on. And right now it's happening in early 2022. The number of new untrained realtors is up, way up in this market where it's really difficult time to help people. In this crazy bananas time, we've seen the largest growth of the numbers of licensed realtors ever. There are 3 million licensed agents in the United States. I don't even have the Canada numbers. And there are only less than a million homes for sale. Let that one sink in for you. Think about that one for a minute. We have the lowest number of homes ever for sale. The number of homes, the product that must be sold for anyone in this industry to make any money. It's at an all-time low. More people post-pandemic, you know, with a great resignation are deciding to jump into this crazy job market. They're jumping into a super competitive job where you have to fight for every single client because the inventory is so low, yet the number of licensees is exploding up. Why? Well, sure. It is a little bit from the great resignation that happened during the pandemic. But the real reason? Greed. Yes, my old school Gordon Gecko fans. And you youngsters out there, if you haven't seen the movie Wall Street, watch it just for the 80s suits alone. But greed, Michael Douglas talks about. See, 2021, the market took off. And people who were maybe rethinking their careers, suddenly the whole being a realtor thing looked really fun and lucrative. Prices went up 19%. Homes were selling so easy that you could put a monkey with balloons in the front yard and you'd get 25 offers. So people saw this and they decided, hey, that career sounds like it's going to be easy money for me. Greed. So here's the catch. Here's the crazy numbers. In California in 2020, there were 299,000 realtors. So for sure, there's more than that now. Uh, but in 2020, there were only 439,200 homes listed for sale. So back then in 2020, there were 300,000 realtors and 439,000 homes for sale. That's only 1.46 homes to sell per realtor. And the numbers have only gotten worse since then, because as I just explained, the number of realtors has gone way up and the number of homes for sale has gone way down. So you see... That's California and it's expensive here. So the average realtor can sell four to five homes a year and make more money than a cop, more money than a nurse or a teacher. Only four or five a year. By the way, in this crazy market last weekend, I wrote seven offers for buyers and a lot of the pros are working with multiple buyers doing the same thing. Just saying. So you see these people just trying to do four or five deals a year so that they can make a decent annual salary. The greed gets the best of them. They see the shiny finish line and they think, gosh, I could set my own hours. I only have to do a few deals a year to make decent money. Well, great. That just means that they have to, you know, they think that they can only do a little bit of work and still make a lot of money. But if you're only doing a little bit of work, only doing a few deals a year, how are you going to know the ins and outs of what's really going on in the market? The numbers are crazy. Usually we see about a million realtors nationwide and another million or so with just a real estate license. Yeah, that's the way it works. There's a million people out there 
who are realtors who actually pay attention to their job and pay dues to be in the union and keep up with everything. But there's a million other agents who just got a license. All they had to do was pass a test that my 15-year-old could pass. And he's a theater nerd, not exactly Captain Academic. Kidding, Daniel. You're a very good student. I love you, son. And why are you listening to this? So I guess what I really should say is that my 11-year-old daughter could pass it. Now, she she's smart for an 11-year-old, but a smart 11-year-old shouldn't be able to pass a licensing test for an adult job that represents buyers on a hundreds of thousands of dollars investment. I have no idea if all those plurals were correct. Hundreds of thousands of dollars investment? I don't know. I'm running with it. So here's the crazy emergency information that I wanted to get to all of you. That number, a million licensed and a million realtors, it's been crazy rising. And last year, there were hundreds of thousands of new agents that jumped in in 2021 when they saw how easy it was to sell a home. And we now have almost 1.5 million realtors and 1.5 million non-realtor licensed agents. So about 3 million people looking to help you buy. And there's only about a million homes for sale. Does this make any sense? Seriously, will someone please explain it to me? My answer is greed and the promise of easy money and instant gratification. Those are some powerful aphrodisiacs. So today's episode is a warning. Be careful. Warning, warning, warning. These new agents, these new rookies, these newbies, these woefully undertrained and tested licensed individuals are trying to help buyers in the most competitive and difficult market in history. No offense to them, but just spitting truth. That's like, I don't know, the U.S. military walking down the street and just picking up 500,000 new recruits. And then suddenly some insane dictator on the other side of the world reveals that he actually has this monster secret army with a bazillion troops and tons of weapons and he starts World War III. Now, all the other countries, they're going to band together to fight him, and they send their best trained troops to fight because this is serious and we got to win, right? What if the United States decides that they're going to go out and grab those 500,000 randos they just grabbed off the street, the untrained people, and put them right in the front lines? You know, instead of sending the veterans who've trained for this for years, they're going to send the newbies to try to win a war against the toughest foe. And of course, they're going to go into that expecting not to get slaughtered. Oh, and in this analogy, when they do get slaughtered, all that means is they don't get paid. They don't die. Sure, we're going to lose the war, but these people don't even die. They just don't get paid. Meanwhile, you lost your dream home and possibly tens of thousands of dollars. And this sucks for a million reasons, but I'm here to help you see that now, right now, you do have a leg up. You're here. You got me telling you the secrets, giving you straight insider tips, the how-to. You want to interview an agent yourself to make sure you're getting yourself the right person? Episode number six take it and run. Or if you want to, you can reach out to me at howtobuyahome.com or davidsedoni.com and ask for your very own unicorn in your town and know that you're going to be getting an experienced pro. I've talked about how the iBuyer companies are courting you. They are reaching out like crazy. The tech companies want to sell you on buying a home with them with just a few clicks. Tech sites like Opendoor, Offerpad, Redfin, Zillow, Perch, Knock, Offer Depot, Zavi, and I'm sure there'll be more by the time this podcast gets produced in just a couple weeks. Yeah, they have slick sites and easy tech, but here's the catch. They are really marketing and courting the sellers by telling the sellers that they've got all you buyers coming into them who are going to click on their site. They use that as a marketing tool to capture the sellers and get paid from them. That's the money they're trying to secure. They tell the sellers, you don't have to do anything that you have to do with a regular realtor. 
You don't have to do open houses. You don't have to do any of that stuff. Just list your home with us and our tech is going to get you the buyers. And then they're going to click on a home. And most of the time, these iBuyers that do click on a home that are going to come to them nice and easy. Well, now these tech companies are going to say, why don't you get represented by us? We'll take care of it for you. And remember, they represent the seller first. Now, sometimes they're even going to say, hey, that's cool. We can be represented by us. I've got one of my buyer pros. So what does that mean? That means that one of these guys, Open Door, Redfin, or Zillow, or Zavi, or Offer Depot, they've got some new agent who doesn't want to hustle and grow their business. They just want to sit back and take all the leads from the internet people. And that same agent is also taking a ridiculously low salary to just let the big tech companies get him, her, or they all the leads for them. And then they present, or I should say, then they're presented to you like they're a seasoned pro who's on your side. Well, get this. Yesterday, I had an open door agent call me to ask me about one of my listings for his buyer. He had a really, really interested buyer who was interested in taking a look at the home. So he called me to see if he could show it because he was ready to bring in a competitive offer. Problem is that home sold in October, 2021. And yesterday was January 24th, 2022. So how hard was the agent working? What kind of savvy did that guy have? And how screwed is the poor buyers who find a home online and then call a tech company? And this is the pro they gave him. What do you think that agent is going to tell them when the buyer says, hey, what about that home that went on the bluff side that looks so great? Oh, the agent is going to say, oh, sorry, that sold three months ago, but I suck at my job. And I didn't know what a 10-year-old could know by looking it up online, let alone the precise and intricate details I should know about the sales and the market and passing that information on to you. So this is the information that is crucial and critical to help you help yourself. The bottom line is, well, Bottom line is actually a song from the Broadway musical Newsy, sung by newspaper giant and robber baron Joseph Pulitzer, of whom the prize for excellence in writing is named. You know, and that's ironic since he was a totally bribed mudslinger and his journalism was so yellow, it may as well have been a caution flag for NASCAR. Oh, wow, lots of NASCAR talk today. I don't know. I miss football already. Okay, where was I? Oh, yes, the bottom line. The bottom line is that new agents are not what you need in today's insanity, and they're not going to be, be able to help you with bidding wars. I don't blame the new agents. I blame the system. Just today, I was watching a great video on the National Real Estate Post. It's an industry video series that I've been watching for 15 years, and most of the time, the layperson wouldn't really even give a darn about what they say. It's talking to realtors and lenders specifically to help us serve our clients better. I like that that's what they're about. That's why I've been listening to them for 15 years. They are there to serve. And one of the things they talked about was that today with this low inventory and sudden increase in realtors, they were as perplexed as I am. They talked about how the bar is just too damn low to be able to call yourself a realtor. So many unknowing buyers are using people that frankly don't have the chops to get it done, heck in a regular market, let alone in 2022. So they addressed why in this great resignation, so many people are deciding to get their licenses and become realtors. Yeah, I said greed. You know what they said? Well, they repeated some of the stuff I've been saying for decades, that the bar is too damn low. And let's face it, but what they said was the bar is higher for other jobs. You know, that means you might actually have to work to get a good job. So this low bar looks really attractive. For many people out there, it's just too hard to become a dental hygienist, so become a realtor. Or if you want to be a receptionist, well, you have to get there on time. And realtors get to set their own hours, so forget that, I'm doing that. And if you want to make good money and work as a bank teller, 
well, you have to work too many hours. So you know what? I'll just become a real estate agent and work the minimum I can to get paid. Harsh, but that is a truth bomb. And you need to know what you're getting if you're choosing your realtor solely based on their positive energy and how much you click with them in an open house. Any Yahoo can hold an open house. In fact, a lot of them do. Lots of new agents hold open houses to capture clients like you because they don't have any other marketing or website or credibility to get clients because they're brand new. Many open houses are held by the newbies without experience because they don't have a reputation and a client base to call. You know, they can't call folks to try to get referrals for new clients. So they have to prey on the hordes of people that are out there right now standing in line to walk into the open house. That's the system and the system sucks, but you can beat the system. And it's there and it sucks. And it sucks because the industry is still stuck in the old days and they just think less of buyers. They know you're going to come to them when they advertise their homes for sale. So they focus on getting homes to sell and then they pass the buyers off to new agents who are barely past a simple scan drawn test to become what they call quote unquote licensed. So this was a warning for you from an advocate that's been championing your cause for 16 years. Don't go so deep into trying to figure out how you should be writing your counteroffer, how you should be adapting and changing and using tricks and tools to try to get your offer accepted. Shouldn't that be what your realtor does? Spend more time in the pre-interview process than you do in the process of trying to learn how to do their job. You need an advocate. I know, advocate. You keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. Yes, Enigma Montoya, yes, I do. Mandy, yes, I do. As a matter of fact, I looked it up. An advocate is a person who publicly supports or recommends a particular cause or policy. That means someone who believes in the buyer, not in the paycheck. Someone who supports you and your cause with their professional experience. Not just someone that you have good vibes with or lots of free time that they seem to have because they can chat with you whenever or an over-caffeinated excitability that unfortunately couldn't negotiate you a popcorn stand with decent terms, let alone the biggest investment of your life. Whoa. Wow, Sidoni. Why so pissy today? Well, because I know that you guys out there are going into battle and I've got people calling me asking questions of what they can do. And a lot of times they ask me these questions, they're the end of the deal. So I'm trying to do preventive maintenance here. I'm trying to start this early. You know, let me get real technical. You guys need to understand this stuff. There, that's the technical term. It hurts me when listeners reach out to me when they're in the thick of it. You know, they're in negotiations on their dream home only to realize they have an unqualified representative. I can give you all the tips and the tricks and the hacks on what to tell your realtor to write in the bidding wars. That information is all in, what, episode 39, 41, and 46. But if you're passing these tips on to your agent and it's the first time that your realtor's ever heard of them, how effective effective are they going to be implementing them? Remember the first time you did anything? Do you want to be training your professional representative or an example I gave earlier? You know, not only not knowing how to write offers in a bidding war, but someone who's looking up homes that have been sold for three months. I hope this information is helpful to a lot of you out there. Now, I've heard a lot of nice compliments and reviews recently. By the way, if you haven't reviewed on Spotify, please, please do so. Especially if you're a longtime listener and you're sitting in your brand new home still listening to this for fun. First of all, you're weird and I love you. But Spotify, it just started reviewing and it would really, really help me out if you reviewed there. So even if you reviewed in other places, drop one on Spotify, it'd mean a lot. So I've been getting a lot of nice feedback, thanking me for not trying to sell you with pushy techniques and really caring about your best interest. I can't emphasize that enough that 
my friends right now are calling me like crazy. My phone's ringing off the hook. People all over North America calling me for advice. And the very first thing I tell them is I can only help you so far. You got to find a pro in your area that cares about you as much as I do. That's what I'm telling the people closest to me in my life who are calling me for help. Well, that's the first thing I tell them. Then I have to tell them, hey, look, I love you tons, but I'm not answering any more of your stressed out 3 a.m. texts because you think that we're so close that you're cool to drunk text me at 3 a.m. when you're freaking out about buying a house. So if you came here for advice on the bidding war and you want to learn how to be a realtor to do this, my advice, your realtor should be a realtor and they should know all the tricks on the bidding wars because they should have written offers last weekend and the weekend before that and the 10 years before that. So you need to interview better and be prepared earlier with a bitching advocate helping you not only at crunch time, but in the planning process. So you can get yourself that unicorn realtor and unicorn mortgage pro helping you plan inside your safe and experienced unicorn bubble. That's in episode 53 if you're looking for the definition of that. Then inside your unicorn bubble, when you've created this perfect little scenario and you have everything all lined up, now you're set to go out there and go to battle with the bidding wars. You're prepped, you're shiny and ready to be presented to the sellers of your dream home. And you can drop that offer confidently. So that's my best bidding war advice. And if you are totally anal and you want the details so the process won't surprise you when your unicorn makes some of these suggestions on how to handle your offer and counteroffers, yes, you will be getting counteroffers. Be ready. Like I said, that's episode 39, 41, and 46. But if you want an advocate that already knows the tricks and is going to help you make your plan, whether it's one week from now or a year from now, hit me up, davidsedoni.com or howtobuyahome.com. Ask me your question. Find me on Insta at davidsedoni.com and send me a DM. I just talked to someone right now before I started recording. And also, there are lots of great videos and graphs and tips there in my Instagram feed. You can go through that, scroll through that instead of spending an hour on TikTok watching the newest trend. It's good education. And for the love of all that is bananas, if you want to win, find a unicorn by using the tips that I give you on picking a realtor, or check with me to see if I have a unicorn in your area. Right now, Unicorn Nation's over 235 realtors, I think, all over North America. And we've helped hundreds of listeners just like you buy their first home. And every day, I'm hooking up with more listeners to get into battle. You know, right now, there are like 260 listeners out there who we've got attached to a unicorn. And I'm stoked to say that they're all preparing and getting closer to their keys every day. And I'd love to help you enter this battle with a decorated field general to keep you safe. With them on your side, I am sure that you're going to look in the mirror and you're going to say, you can do this.